0: Welcome to Practice the Kingdom. Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Practice the Kingdom. I am so excited for what we have for you here today. We have my friend named James Hankins with the Kingdom Influencers. This dude is on fire for Jesus and man, every time I get around him, I just get excited. And he is here today to share some really cool stuff with us and I can't wait for you to be able to hear it. So let's dive in. Hey, James, man, I'm so glad that you're here today. Um, how'd you get here, man? What? Tell us a little bit about yourself and, and how how you came to be here today. Just give a little quick testimony about yourself.
1: Man, yeah, absolutely. Uh, my name is James Jenkins. I'm from Clinton, Mississippi, uh, born and raised here. And, uh, you know, I really came to, I was really grew up in the Baptist church. I really just, uh, you know, just here at the church, here, culture Christianity, you know, I got used to all that culture and just being kind of just going on the flow, you know. And uh, I tell you, I thought I knew Jesus. And uh, I got saved as a young child and uh, I remember as a little boy that I I, I loved the Lord so much, I, I would steal money from my mom and just to put it in the offering plate. And it, it's quite funny. It's, and, you know, kind of the whole, wrong, but, but the motive was right. But uh, I grew up as a Southern Baptist, grew up going to uh, traditional Baptist churches and uh, just kind of going through the hymnals and just the really Southern Baptist and uh, and, uh, to me it was just kind of going through the motions, didn't really mean anything to me, but uh, I remember feeling the call call of the Lord of my life at a very young age and I just felt such a a tug to just want to know God, I was just a spiritually inclined child I I saw demonic spirits, I I, I sensed demons and angels I, I sensed all those things and I as I growing up as a Baptist from a little boy all the way to age 18, uh, proceeding to that, I got saved, uh, I think like three or four times I rededicated my life because I just wanted so much more. I kept wanting, I kept wanting to think, you know, there's got to be more than this. You know, I got saved and I got dumped in the, in the water by like seven different churches, man. I just kept something in my spirit was like, man, there's got to be more. There's got to be more. You know, it can't be. This can't be it. So I kept getting baptized, baptized, baptized when I was really looking for the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And so uh, later on in my life, after I got baptized several times over and over and over again, uh, thinking that was more and more and more, it never did satisfy. Um, my relationship with God didn't, didn't really grow. It just felt like I was just always seeking, you know. And uh, I always really wanted to know God's voice, like hear him directly. I always thought that was fascinating as I was a kid. And so, um, growing up, you know, at around age 18, uh, at the high school, I got busted with drug charges, and I got went put in a little holding tank for one day, which is enough for me because I was a, I was kind of a good kid, tried to stay, you know, be all cool and everything. Uh, it was, uh, I think, weed and some pills I was selling. That entrepreneur, entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial mindset, trying to sell stuff, you know. And so uh, that took me to my knees. That took me down to where all my friends completely left me, thought I was a narc and everything, and just absolutely just tore my life to pieces. I lost all my scholarships in baseball, um, kicked me out of school, got arrested on campus, man. And uh, it just it brought me to the place where I had to sell my truck. I mean, I had nothing left except my mom. And so at that point, I just kind of, you know, I was like, wow, this is really what jail is like, you know? And I got my shirt, took it off, and they slid the food underneath the little uh, door. I was like, wow, I'm an inmate. Like, this is real. Mm. And so I began to kind of just like go back to my grassroots as a child. Just like, okay, God, I surrender now. I I, I want you. I'm done. I want you. And so at that point, I think, honestly, for me, I really gave it all. I was really serious. I wanted to live for God. I, I was done. I threw down all my idols, all my ways of hypocrisy. I said, fooey on that. I'm going to live for Jesus. Now, I started even writing on the walls in, that, in the uh, place, you know, for evangelizing. You know, Jesus loves you. Don't give up. You know, this is the perfect place for you to find him and all that kind of stuff. Then they called me out. Got invited to a church, and this is where it changed it all. And you know, that more I was telling you about. Uh, I got uh, baptized in the water so many times, looking for that more. And, man, I, Brian, I, I finally found it. Mm. I finally found it. Uh, you know, I got a friend to invite me to church. They uh, took me to church, and this guy came up to me. And as I was going to the bathroom, you know, doing business and everything like that, uh, this guy came up to me and stopped when I was kind of setting up the bathroom at the Word Life Church here in uh, Floodwood, Mississippi. And, uh, the guy came up to me and was like, Hey, Jim. And I've never been in that church in my life. You have to understand this. I did not know this man and I thought it was kind of weird calling my name in the bathroom, just being honest. And so, uh, he said, Jim, I said, uh, ask you know, my name, he said, I'll explain it later. The Lord told me your name. Yeah. And so, wow, what an experience. And then I go out and talk to him. He said, you know, the Lord told me that you're going to be here and all this. Um, you know, the Lord told me to come talk to you. I was like, wow, this is incredible, man. And so I told him my testimony, what I thought was my testimony, until I got baptized in the Holy Spirit.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Later on that day, everybody left. And I just lingered around the church for five hours, man. And it was just pouring down raining. I had really bald, slip tires, so I, I just knew it wasn't safe for me to go home. So I just lingered around. Everybody sweeping after church service and everything. And I tell you what, I thought, man, I need to see that guy again. His name was Luke. Man, I need to see that guy, Luke, again. I, I just really feel like I need to see him. Well, and as you know, he comes walking around, the only person in that church left. Hmm. And I said, hey, man, what are you doing? I was like, man, I'm just looking for you. He's like, well, come on in the auditorium. And so he turns on the lights, unlocks the door, goes straight to the front row of the auditorium, sits me down. says, what's going on, buddy? I said, man, I, I, what's this? what's this tongues business? You know, I, Baptist, I thought tongues was like you know, demonic and stuff. I wasn't really familiar with that. And so I said, what's this tongues business? He said, Oh, you want the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I was like, is that what that is? He's like, yeah. I was like, well, you know, how do I get it? He said, Oh, son, just ask the father. And I said, well, I'm, shoot, I just came out of jail. I'm desperate, man. I want all that God has for me. I'm sold out. Completely, I'm given all, and I, man, God just scoops me up. I, I just lifted my hands and said, "Father, I desire," and I ask you to fill me with thee. Before I even got the word Holy Spirit out, the power of God flooded from the crown of my head to the very soles of my feet, and I begot, my body began to just shake. You mm-hmm. know, I didn't know this. You know, with everybody, it's different. Some people like feel a wave of peace. It's not really about the spirits. It's about the empowerment is what it's about. Mm-hmm. And so when I got filled with the Holy Spirit, um, coming from a Baptist, you know, I did not have learned tongues. This is not something I made up. This is absolutely the Lord. Because, you know, you ask the Father, and he gives you – he doesn't give you a snake. He gives you exactly what you asked for. He's a good father. And so I asked him for the Holy Spirit. Boom! The Holy Spirit came on me violently. It was just like, I mean, when he came in, he just invaded every area of my life. My body began to just vibrate. And I have never felt so much joy, so much love, so much peace. I I knew that this is what my heart was longing for the whole time. And I'm telling you, the power of God that was on me was unbelievable. I felt like even if an earthquake could just happen right here and the whole earth opened up next to me, I'd be like,
0: I don't even care. I feel great. And so I began to speak in tongues the first
1: time and go, what is this in my head? You know, what's going on? But at the same time, my spirit's just speaking. And uh, I just start yelling in tongues. I'm like, wow, this is out of my character. I'm just screaming out in tongues in this auditorium. And then after that, uh, I began to prophesy, Jesus is coming soon. Jesus is coming soon. Jesus is coming soon. And then, you know, afterwards, you know, he took me out. He ended up being the uh, youth pastor. I didn't even know about it. And he took me out and started telling me all about hearing God's voice, angels, demons, and I was like, how long do you pray in tongues? It's like three hours a day. I'm like, all right. So I made it a goal to do four hours a day praying in tongues every single day. I remember thinking, "Such you was so new to me. I was like, man, I feel like I'm an angel. I can speak an unknown language. Who else does this? But then I came to Assembly of God churches and all that and realized, oh, there's like a whole family of believers that do this. Like, this is normal for them. Oh, okay. So that was my introduction, and that's pretty much my history. And uh, wow. And that's pretty much a testimony of what just absolutely changed me, man. And, uh, you know, afterwards, I've got to you know the Holy Spirit. You know, the Lord told me, go to Benny meeting. This, look This last part of the testimony. Uh, Lord told me to get a Benny Hinn meet. You know, I had drug charges there, had a felony on me. And I was like, wow, you know, and the Lord's called me to be an evangelist. And so I said, Lord, if you call me to be an evangelist, you know, get Benny Hinn to point at me and tell me that. Tell me, you know, get him, just give him to point at me, Lord, that I, I'll believe. So Lord ended up telling me, go to Alabama, go see a Benny Hinn crusade. It's actually, this is actually on YouTube if you want to check it out.
2: Wow.
1: And, um, I went to Benny Hinn's meeting. he went there, there was like 4,000 people, man, huge church, man. And uh, there was like so many people there, I ended up blowing out a tire getting there, I got in the very back row. I was like, oh, and it's not going to work. I was like, Lord, if you want me to be an evangelist, get Benny Hinn to point at me, I'll believe you now. You know, never test the Lord, but you know, I was so young, and didn't know anything. And so Benny Hinn actually... Uh, at the very last thirty minutes of the four and a half hour church service, and I had never been to something like that. People getting healed, filled, the Holy Ghost everywhere, the anointing just. Poof. So I was like, "Wow, this is new!" You know, energetic, excited, I'm feeling a lot of adrenaline. And so uh, he ended up pointing at me, called the, all the young people come to the front. I was 18 at the time, had short hair, not long hair. <laughs> and so I went up to the front. He pointed at me. Not only did he point at me, Brian but he called me on stage and then he told me he said you're a preacher at 24 years old you'll be preaching with the fire of god and uh of course you know i fell over (laughs) and so uh coming back from that you know i had a drug charge so i was like well lord you know obviously you called me to be an evangelist evangelist goes around the world preaching the gospel so um I got a felony they're not gonna let me out of the country if I have a felony it's not I can't get a passport well it turns out the lawyer ended up calling me and said Jim well, James um I got something to tell you I was like man what is it what is it you know I'm scared of death I'm like oh my gosh listen, I'm gonna to go to jail it's not gonna work out all this experience I'm just gonna preach in jail hey set the campus free like Paul and uh she said I don't know how this happened but uh Everything's been dropped. You're free to go.
2: Wow. All the charts
1: have been completely dropped. You're free to go. Um you know, enjoy your life. And you know, I'm kinda of skeptical of this. So I go up to the I go up to the uh <laughs> the place to get my passport and I go, man, I'm going to Israel. You know, I received an inheritance from my uh, grandfather about you know fifteen thousand hmm. dollars. And I thought, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go to Israel. That's what I'm gonna do. And so I was like, "Well, let's see if this thing works." So I went to the place to get my passport, and I kid you not, Brian, they gave me the passport. I went to Israel. Yeah, that's so, awesome. That was my that's my testimony, and here I am, uh, just vibrant as as ever. All my friends, family thought, you know, oh, it's just a phase. He's not. He's gonna be spiritual. You know, it's just a phase. Man, s- seven years in, dude, I'm more on fire now than I was ever.
0: So, yeah. Dude, that's, that is so amazing. Like you had all of these things that took place in your life that you thought like, where am I? How am I? I'm stuck. I'm going to, I'm stuck in this jail cell. And, and, and then you have this encounter with the Lord. And then you have an even like greater encounter with the Lord where you meet the, your youth, the youth minister. And he in- introduces you to the Holy Spirit and you get filled with the spirit in this, in, in what's known as the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And then you ask the Lord, Hey, I want to go and I want to see if Benny Hinn will call me out. And not only does he call you out, he pulls you up on the stage and says, you're going to be an evangelist. And, and then you tell me that you go and the, the lawyer calls you up and says, Hey, you've got you're you're free on this. Like you're not there, there's no charges against you anymore. Yep. And Charged then you go get a passport. Wow. And did he explain it? He just said, You're good.
1: Yes, he just said, hey, I don't know how this happened and this never happens. Wow. Your charges have been expunged. That means completely your record is one hundred percent clean, like you never did anything.
0: That is amazing. Man, I feel like uh, as I, this is the first time I've heard this from you, which I'm just so excited. I feel like this is one thing that we're going to pray over people here at the end of the show is Absolutely. that if there are people that have been called by the Lord to go be an evangelist, go be a minister, go share the gospel, whatever it is in the kingdom. If you've got a record, I believe the Lord can do some amazing things in your life, just like he's done in James's life. And and man, I'm I'm all like excited now because I want to see this part happen too. So um, so James, one thing you mentioned a whole bunch in in your story is is about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and and we talked a little bit about you being able to share some of that. What is that? I I know you mentioned it, but explain it a little bit more for us. What is the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Absolutely,
1: uh, Brian. Uh... Baptism with the Holy Spirit and with fire, as Matthew 3.11 says. You know, John came and came preaching repentance unto life. And then Jesus, he said, but one comes after me, Jesus. And he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand. And he gathers the wheat into the barn, and he burns up the chaff with unquenchable fire. It's a separation in the church, Brian, And I I tell you what, man. Wow, the Holy Spirit. Man, when I got filled with the Holy Spirit, I just want to touch on this, what happened to me at that moment. Man, I began seeing miracles everywhere. I've been going to Walmart, preaching. I've been going to Walmart, praying for people's healing, cast out devils, man. I saw demons manifesting. I getting healed. I prayed for people's legs. The legs would grow out, dude. I started seeing huge outpouring of miracles through my life. from getting filled and empowered with the Holy Spirit. I've never felt nothing like this before. I began seeing the way God sees people. I began to see miracles taking place everywhere. I began to even see demons, man, angels mm-hmm. having prophetic dreams and just, man, dude, the whole spiritual realm got completely opened up to me in a way that I've never, never seen it before. I began to hear God's voice for the first time, like, like in my intellect, in my spirit. And I began to hear Him say, Son, you know, I've anointed you, he gave me visions. You know, I had a vision of Jesus, and He came up to me, and He, and he pointed at me, and I was in heaven. He pointed at me, and uh, He said, "I've anointed you to bring the fire of my Holy Spirit and to preach the good news." In Isaiah sixty-one, and so when He did that, like that, the anointing all hit my forehead and went down. and I just began to shake, and you know, in the vision, and I mean, it's just wow—the whole realm of the Spirit gets opened up to you, and that's the difference between getting saved and which is you need to be saved and then you get filled and we get filled. It's just like your whole life becomes just like spiritual. You, you, your spiritual eyes get opened up into the supernatural realm. So what is the baptism of the Holy Spirit?
0: So quick questions for you, James, before you dive into yep. a little bit more of that. So you just mentioned something about um, how once this thing happened to you, that your life changed in all of these dramatic ways, and you begin to see all of these have these spiritual experiences, both with oh, the Lord. Like Jesus showed up, which is amazing. <laughs> but you didn't have any of that before. None of those things was happening before the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Zero. Absolutely. Hmm. None. Hmm. Not a thing. Wow. So so beforehand, you had you you had you did have some um like you had you were going, and you were trying to get baptized all these times, and you were trying to create this connection with the Lord, but it yes. wasn't until this moment that everything changed. It was
1: this moment, Brian, that everything
2: changed. Everything changed. Mm. I mean, my life began to just overflow. I mean, you can...
1: Matter of fact, the testimony of this, I got filled with the Holy Spirit. Of course, I went back to uh, alternative school because that's where because t- I got caught with drugs and everything in 10th grade. So I had to go back to school. And, uh, you know, and check this out. This is really funny because I feel like everybody can kind of benefit from this. Get a little childlike faith and wisdom. Uh, I began to bring my Bible to the alternative school and just learn and learn and learn and learn. Now, sitting next to this guy. I knew he was possessed. I knew he was possessed by a demon.
0: How'd you
1: know? you know, I read i read this book i mean i read this bible and i think it was in ephesians and it says for who shall ever shall call on the name of the lord shall be saved and i highlight i said hey man read this for me and he read that and he began to throw up
2: Whoa.
1: he went to the he went to the bathroom and began to throw up and he said what do you do what what's what's going on what what do you do to me And he, he never had nothing to do with me after that and i, I was like wow the word of god is power and so After that, you know, I was like, I gotta get out of here. I said, Lord, uh, gosh, I gotta get out of here. Well, should I take my GD and get out of here? Or should I stay and finish the school? So I don't know if it was the Holy Spirit or me, but it sure was great wisdom. Uh, I just thought to myself, well, you know what I'll do? I'll ask the most demonic person in this entire classroom. And you know what? I'll go to the possessed person, filled with the devil, and ask him, what should I do? And, you know, the devil's alive, right? So whatever he said for me to do, I'll just do the opposite. No, that's the way to go. So I said, hey, should I get my GED? He said, no, stay here. I said, bye, get my GED. Hmm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that's being filled with the Holy Spirit just impacted, man, and it's
0: incredible. Wow. So just a quick thought. How, how did you know that guy was uh... – uh, demon-possessed. Can you share that? Is that something you can share with us? Absolutely. Okay. Most certainly, Brian. Right. Nice.
1: So I knew he was demon-possessed because every time that I would get near him, he'd start fidgeting and start cussing wow. and start just manifesting, man, and just start cursing God and just cursing me and making, like, um passive-aggressive jokes towards me, like, oh, you stupid, hypocrite, blah, blah, blah. It's like, wow, you know, you know. And so of course I want to get next to him and tell him read this and you know? that, but uh, you can see that you know when when you get around a devil, they start manifesting and they start showing themselves to
0: be just real active and uncomfortable. That's how you know. Wow, man, that I feel like that's an extra bit of uh, a gold nugget that you gave us there. <laughs> Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely, man, that's that's some wild stuff that that you've gotten to see there and. and And also uh just say this real quick how you can
1: sense uh people that are possessed and whatnot okay so if you're for everybody that's listening to this podcast right now um you know there's times when you if you're like in a grocery store or you're sitting to get your oil changed and then this guy walks in or this girl walks in and you just feel an evil presence like you just feel like wow that has a and as the world would say, man, that person's got a bad vibe, like seriously bad vibes flying off that dude. And that's that's what it is. In just the same way as the people who are filled with the Spirit of God and, and filled with light, they come in. It's like, wow, he's he's got a really positive vibe. He's a really outgoing guy. It's a really outgoing girl, really positive. Wow, I feel energy. It's the same thing. So we can sense and perceive things just like Paul perceived the storm was going to happen when he got on the boat. And so – we can perceive those things and we can even feel that presence that radiates off of them because, you know, their whole body is filled with it. So anyway, they have a presence about them wow. and you can sense that presence if you if you just kind of get, you can feel it. Everybody, everybody knows everybody has like an aura or a, a presence about them and you can pretty much sense that.
0: Wow. Do you ask the Lord in those moments, hey, Lord, what do you want me to do about this? And and do you see different Things that happen when you encounter a situation like that, uh, like uh, what do, what's going on in your head when you when that happens? Well,
1: at that moment, uh, either one or two things: either cast the devil out, and as you feel led by the Holy Ghost, or just straight up avoid them. Hmm. Because, because I'm going to tell you, if you go up to them and they're not ready to be cast out and you don't feel the leading of the spirit you go over there trying to in the name of jesus you know what's going to happen they're gonna they're gonna manifest mm-hmm. and they're gonna just go absolutely crazy um and it's just gonna not be beneficial to them nor anybody around them and they're gonna be like wow this is a spiritual junkie fest mm-hmm. but if you feel led by the spirit and you say hey you mind if i pray for you and they go i'm oh, not a problem and i say no in the name of jesus i command you with your spirit up you know, dissension or whatever it is, come out. And then that comes out, and they say, oh, I've been asking God to set me free from that for a long time. You know, mm. boom, there you go. And you just you got to be led by the Spirit, right? And that's the ultimate thing is, well, you, who says as many that are led by the Spirit of God, they are called the sons of God. So if we're the children of God, <laughs> we are also led by God. And, and, uh, and uh, let's see here. Trying to say something. Anyway, you in? Mm. So the other question was, what is the passion point?
0: Yeah, let's go back to that, man. I really appreciate you stopping for a minute to answer a couple of those questions because oh, sure. um, I feel like those are some things that people are, or they're going to get to listen to this and they're going to go, "Wow, those are some things I need to know." And it's just kind of fun that we got to add that into this. So, yeah, let's dive back into the the baptism of the Spirit, because I feel like the baptism of the Spirit and and what you you were sharing a second ago is what allowed you to be able to both sense the Lord, sense those things that took place. And then also allowed you to be able to, to see the Lord work in all of these different areas and and i bet that there's a bunch of people out there that that are in similar situations where they were walking in life and that maybe they got baptized like 6 times, 7 times, 32 times, went up to the altar every sunday trying to reconnect with the lord and and they're they're sitting here listening to this going I don't know if I really know the Lord. I want to know him. I, I don't, I feel, and, and, I, and I think that what you've got here is going to help people to be able to understand that a lot. So keep going, man. Tell us a little bit more about what it's all about and, and uh, give us some, give us some, uh, some more uh, ideas in scripture on what your thoughts are. Keep going, man. I love it. You're okay. doing a great job. So, so,
1: you know, obviously you do not, by uh, any circumstances, need to be filled with the Holy Spirit to be saved. And let's just go ahead and clear that because a lot of people do believe that. That is an error in the church that, oh, you know, if you're not filled with the Holy Spirit speaking tongues, then you're not saved, and that's not scriptural at all. It says, those who call on the name of the Lord are shall be saved. Amen. You know, just like Moses, lift, or they, uh, yeah, it was Moses, lifted up the snake and said, whoever looks at the snake will be healed. Mm-hmm. It, same thing, you know, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. There's no other way to the Father, but through me, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He didn't say, the only way to the Father is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. He never said that. Amen. And matter of fact, and, and, and that's so much as craziness because the baptism of the Holy Spirit is actually to empower us to preach the good news so that they can be saved. And so it's a, it's about salvation. Mm. And so the Holy Spirit is being be baptized the Holy Spirit is an activator. So the first thing you must do to be filled with the Holy Spirit is first you must be saved in Acts 19 uh, Paul goes and talks to these people and says hey you know have you heard of the have you heard of the Holy Spirit since you believe and so what he's telling them he's talking to believers because he's talking to people who have already believed on Jesus but they have not heard about the Holy Spirit and it, and it, it kind of caught Paul off guard he was like have you heard of the Holy Spirit since you believe and they said no, we didn't even know there was the Holy Spirit. Mm. And Paul said, well, "Well, in hearing this, Paul realized they need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. So he laid hands on them, and they began to speak in tongues, and they were filled with the Holy Spirit, and began to prophesy. Mm. And every time, every single time, that they the are filled the Holy Spirit comes, they speak with tongues. There's always a speaking and prophesying afterwards. And so, um, and then, of course, right after that, they're going to go out. And from a personal experience, uh, I've prayed for a lot of people to get be filled with the Holy Spirit. Lord's uh really blessed me with uh a grace to do that as a gift to be able to minister that to people. It's so so wonderful. And um, you know, every time, Brian, that I minister the baptism of the Holy Spirit people, I, I say, you know, that it's not me giving it. Jesus is the baptizer of the Holy Spirit. John the Baptist clearly said that. That's he says Jesus says, I go to the Father, and receive the promise Holy Spirit, what you what I now pour out. And what you now see with your eyes, they were drunk and looked drunk and hear they spoke in tongues. And so, and so in saying that, uh, I pray for people to be filled with the Holy Spirit, Brian, and I tell you what, every time I pray for them, boom, the power of God hits them in a powerful way or not, and they speak in tongues. And then right afterwards, whatever gift that God has enabled them to be as a gift into this world like pastor teacher evangelist apostle you know all those different gifts or the gifts of helps whatever that gift is Brian I've noticed after I pray for them to the Holy Spirit immediately that gift comes alive and they're activated in that gift and they want to go out and go do it, do it automatically and it, it's incredible every time I pray for this kid the power got wow and hit him he was about 15 years old he loved to do music and he was, uh, he was an evangelist I, I just knew this and I prayed for him until the Holy Spirit, the power got hit him, he flew back up, he began to speak in tongues, and saw Jesus. And then he, he he got up and he said, oh, man, I feel light. And then he spoke to me, the very next words out of his mouth Brian, were, I've got to tell people about Jesus. Wow. I've got to evangelize.
0: Dude, that's amazing.
1: That's and so Our so gifts cool. come out as we get empowered. When we get filled and charged with power, whatever gift it is, if you're a prophet, you'll immediately start prophesying. If you're a teacher, you're like, man, i got to teach some people. Well, I've seen it. And people who sing, feel the Holy Ghost, they start singing. And people there feel the Holy Ghost, they start prophesying and evangelizing. They want to do what God has
0: put in their heart to do, and they're not satisfied with it. Have Have you seen that every time? Because Every time. I, I bet. So, So what happens for those people that received the Holy Spirit and received the baptism of the Holy Spirit and they uh, started speaking in tongues, Um, maybe they didn't think about they immediately started doing this kind of thing. Uh, Have you talked to some people that that they've kind of been like, because I'm thinking that uh, the audience, the people that might be listening going, I don't know what I started doing. Have you talked with people about that in the in, in the past where where you weren't the one that got to pray for him through the Jesus, through Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, but somebody else did?
1: Hmm. Well, I tell you what, last Thursday, there was a meeting that I preached at. And uh, I was praying for this guy. The Holy Spirit just fell on him. He started weeping. He started
2: repenting from all of his sins. And uh, I cast the devil out of him in a spirit of addiction. Hmm. And I said, you know what? Would you like to be filled with the Holy Ghost? And he said, yes, yes, I would. And I said, all right. Uh, Would you you like to
1: speak in tongues too? He said, if it be God's will. Mm. And I said, brother, I can surely attest to you. It is God's will. And he said, all right, then I want it. And when he said I want it, I didn't even lay hands on it. The power of God just fell on it. It's a matter of being like a childlike faith. Just believing. Just believe it. And so and I've also prayed for people who have not gotten the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Matter of fact, it was uh just last Tuesday. I was at a person's house and I was just ministering to her, ministering to her. I was like, Man, you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. It's gonna it's gonna revolutionize your life. She was like, I want it, I want the Holy Spirit. I was like, Okay. So I laid hands on her and man, I ain't never felt dead than a bag of rocks, Brian. Right? Wow. I'm telling you, as I laid hands on her, I said, I said, receive ye the Holy Ghost. And she, I, I closed my eyes and was just praying for her. And I looked up and she was sitting here like this, just looking at me. Wow. And, I, I, and I didn't feel no power of God. I didn't feel nothing. And I said, Lord, what's going on? He said, oh, she didn't believe. She didn't believe. And I was like, wow. It's unbelief.
2: Hmm. She
1: said, she's just too much in her head. She's too she's too analytical. She's trying to figure this out. She's trying to see how to do it, how to work it. Like a machine, like a like a uh, mechanic. He said, it's something you just need to only receive, just like a birthday present gift. You don't think about how to receive it, you just grab good mind, yay, and you open it up.
0: Hmm. Man, and that's, that's what good. the Lord showed me. How how would you encourage somebody that is too much in their head? They've 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 been they've tried to receive anything from the Lord. How would you encourage somebody to transition from the head?
1: Well, you know we all have a measure of faith, and faith is you know we have faith that when we send a text message to somebody, we believe with all our heart that they're going to receive it, and have no question about it. And faith is actually the same thing as belief. And belief is being fully persuaded about a certain thing. And so, you know, faith comes by hearing, you hear by the Word of God. Well, sometimes people just need to be taught about the baptism of the Holy Spirit to believe it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes with their head, they need to use their head as a gateway to their spirit. Mm-hmm. And so as they hear the Word of God and they analyze the Word of God, it becomes real to their spirit. It becomes real to who they really are. And they go, you know what? That makes sense. I understand that. Okay. Um, you know what? I believe that. You know what? I want that. It goes from I believe it to I want it. Mm-hmm. And then they receive it. And so I would say it comes by hearing the word of God. And actually, just if you don't have anybody preach it to you, just go on YouTube, listen to somebody preaching about it. Or you read the Bible for yourself and realize, hey, this is God's will. And I, I, I do want this. And the hunger will come as you begin to desire it and begin to learn about it and accept it as truth. And no one's going to search for something or accept something if they don't know if it's truth or not. Mm. That's why many people in certain denominations uh, shy away from baptism of the Holy Spirit because they don't understand it and they don't accept it as truth because it's been taught that it's a a false doctrine.
0: Mm. And now a quick offer. Have you been wanting to share the gospel with people, being able to step out in the street, been wanting to tell people about how much God loves them? Maybe you want to lay hands on the sick or give a word of encouragement. You can get a shirt at practicethekingdom.com where you can go down the street walking and people are going to see something like this one that says sick hurting, want healing. And if you get this shirt, what happens is when you're going out on the street, people are going to see this and they're going to go, man, what are you doing? What's up with that? And people will come up to you and they're going to be like, man, I need healing. And if you're trying to practice laying hands on the sick, seeing the sick healed, then this will help you out. Go check out practice the where you can get a shirt for yourself. Or if you want to sponsor somebody and give them one, you can do that too. Back to the message. Hey everybody, welcome back, so glad you're here, and uh, we are ready to go to share a little bit more. James, you were sharing with us about some things when people don't believe that the baptism of the Holy Spirit is a real thing. Can you dive in a little bit more on that for us?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've seen with my own eyes, many times, people that don't believe that the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit is a real thing, or if it's for us today, or it's passed away with the Apostles, um... It's mainly it's ninety nine percent of the people who actually don't believe that is people that have never experienced it for themselves. Mm-hmm. And uh it's you know, the Bible says, you know, in the Proverbs, don't don't speak of something unless you've experienced it first. So it's forget where that was, but I'm sure, you know, we'll throw it in there. But anyway, uh so it's don't be too quick to judge, I would say, those people. And uh, you know, just I would say study it for yourself, know it for yourself, study it for yourself without being influenced by any certain denominations. But just take all the filters out and say, you know what? I'm going to study the Bible myself. What does it have to say? And what is this baptism of the Holy Spirit? And and you'll find it that, that is all over the Bible. And uh, the people who don't believe, uh, a lot of times the Holy Spirit seems to be really skeptical to people. Because they do not understand who he is and what his role is. And they've been, he's, they've, he has actually been falsely taught. And I believe with all of my heart that if people knew the role of the Holy Spirit, if they knew what the baptism of the Holy Spirit really was for us as believers, they would not be critical and they would not not believe in it. They only don't believe in it because they do not know who he is. They believe in Jesus because they've been taught who Jesus is. But not many people talk, teach about who the Holy Spirit is, but Jesus taught the Holy, who the Holy Spirit is. In John fourteen, fifteen, and 16, he says, I, receive, I will bring you another comforter, a paracletos. In other words, a one alongside, alongside to help, one that is just like me. It's a very spirit in the nature of God. It's the Holy Spirit of God. His name is not Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit of God. He's holy. He's the spirit of God. And so I would say to people who are really just skeptical, you know, I understand. I've been there. I've been so skeptical. You know, God, if you're real, move the fan type thing. I, I am a totally see it and believe it type person. But as I've realized that this stuff is real, I don't really have to see it to believe it anymore.
2: Mm.
1: But I would say to you people, um, they're just kind of seeking. They don't really know about it. And, uh, you know, as me growing up as a Baptist, you know, just speaking for myself in a Baptist background, um, I was skeptical of it, and I didn't really believe in it, and I thought it was actually – I would even on the far side said it was demonic. Mm. My mom told me that it was demonic, and that tones things up the devil and everything. And um, I would say to you, study the Bible for yourself, number one. And number two, don't prejudge. And number three, don't let denominations infiltrate your mind. Read the word for yourself. Mm. Know it yourself. And don't let people predecide who the Holy Spirit is in your head. Learn it from Jesus, the one who knows. Because denominations are broke off in divisions. And God says there should be no divisions. That's the acts of the flesh is dissensions and divisions and factions, different little groups. And that's just man-made doctrine. And so we don't need a man-made doctrine. We need this truth. The way, the truth in life, we need Jesus. And what did Jesus have to say? Read the red letters. And so what has he got to say? He is the ultimate head of the body, and he's the one that calls to shots. not a man that has been given authority just because he has a microphone. And so I want us to really, really, I want to really encourage you guys, if you've been skeptical of it, to um, don't just listen to everybody. Uh, go read it for yourself.
0: Man, that's that's so good. You you're, you've said to people and pointed people back to the Word. Go dive into the Word. Dive into the Word. Listen to Jesus and go to Jesus and receive from Jesus the yes. the Word to be able to understand who the Holy Spirit is. Now, I want to I want to ask a question to dive a little bit further into that too, because uh, you. You have talked earlier about some amazing things that the Lord's done in your life since the baptism of the Holy Spirit and since the Holy Spirit has filled you with power. So tell us another story or another reason or something else about why we want the Holy Spirit.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, this is just my favorite part, Brian. Oh, I just love this so much. Oh, I love this so, so much. The reason why people need the baptism of the Holy Spirit, oh my goodness, you know how I was speaking earlier about many people, the reason why they don't want Him is because they don't know Him. Mm-hmm. And the reason why they are really shy of Him is because they don't know what He offers. And they don't know what the baptism of the Holy Spirit is for. They don't even know. They think it's some weird thing that makes people shake. In which I've seen people, I pray for people, and I pray for them to receive the Holy Spirit. And they just stood there and they received just as much the Holy Ghost as the one who flew five feet across the damn room. (laughs) And so it's not about an experience. It's about receiving the person of the Holy Spirit. It's receiving the infilling. And, uh, so why do you need the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit. Oh, Jesus says, he's your teacher. He's your comforter. He's your guide. You remember what I was telling you, Brian, uh, when I received the baptism of the, Holy, baptism of the Holy Spirit, my spiritual eyes were like just awoke. I began seeing the Spirit realm. I began to sense demonic presence. I began having the discernment. I began having all these, seeing all these miracles, seeing the power of God moving, seeing demons cast out, seeing when people get healed. And man, it just exploded. Well, the reason why it exploded, right, is because the baptism of the Holy Spirit gave me access to the gifts of the Spirit. When you get filled with the Spirit of God, you also start moving in the gifts of the Spirit of God. They're not your gifts. They're His gifts, and they come as He wills. But you also, when you're endued in the Spirit, and when you're filled with the Spirit, you just, or your mentality is just Spirit thoughts. You're just like, wow, I see that. I recognize that. You're you're just so hypersensitive. It's like this. When you drink water, you got water in you. But when you go swimming, you're immersed in water. You're hypersensitive. You're like, man, I am in water. Mm. I am I am aware of water. Everything, everywhere water is, you can tell when you get in the water and when you get out of the water. You can feel the difference. But when you drink the water, you just know you drink water. You don't feel it. You just know you drank it. But when you're filled with it and you go in the deep end, in the pool, you can feel when you're in water and when you're not. So it's a sensitivity of the Holy Spirit. It's being filled with the Holy Spirit. It's just being so sensitive to the things of God. It enhances your senses to you be able to be keen to the Spirit, the way He moves, the way He talks, the way He functions, the way He, he loves people, the way He, the way he moves, the, the gifts, the healing, the miracles, all the signs and wonders. All that becomes completely alive to you at that moment when you're filled the Holy Spirit. And so the role of the Holy Spirit is to be your mentor. You know, so many people these days go through meetings. Meetings go, man, who's your mentor? Who's, who are, who's mentoring you? But you know what? What a no greater friend in the whole world that Jesus gave us, the very Spirit of God, who came to live in us, to teach us all things, to mentor us just show us he said you want success i'll show you success i will lead you into all truth and so the gift the role of the holy spirit is to give us gifts to testify to a living god the way to show that jesus is alive and active right now is to be operating in now power now healing now demons cast out the spirit of god moving now and so it's like a police officer. If uh you have a you have a take uh, NYPD station, New York Police Department station. Well, if you know that station's still active, you see its troops out there doing and arresting people and doing their work. Well, that's how you know that police department is active. But if you see that um, you know cops ain't doing nothing and. Nobody's arresting anybody, and they're not wearing uniforms or anything like that. You know that NYPD is shut down. It doesn't work anymore. It's gone. It's passed away. The building's corroded, and it's nothing's working. And so in the same way with us, we are here to testify and do with power to demonstrate the signs, wonders, and miracles. So let's take a look back in the Bible and go look at what happened to the disciples when they were filled with the Holy Spirit? And let's look at what Jesus—what happened to Jesus when he was filled with the Holy Spirit. So those are great, prime examples. Because, you know, don't take my experiences. Take the Word. Mm-hmm. Because it's the Word that has preeminence over our life. And so, anyway, uh, the Word—go ahead, Brian.
0: No, keep going. Keep going.
1: Okay. So, and, uh, Jesus said to his disciples, he said, Do not go and minister. Do not go into all the world yet. Go into the upper room, the top deck, and wait for the Holy Spirit. Look, these guys already believed. These were disciples. Disciples means one who follows Jesus, one who follows. And so it's people who have been walking with Jesus. Clearly, they're saved. Clearly, Jesus talked to them personally. So they're obviously believers here. So they go up, so the first thing is you need to be a believer to receive the Holy Spirit. So as they went up to the, to the uh, upper room, the Holy Spirit, they were all in one accord, praying, the sound of a mighty rushing wind came in, the Holy Spirit filled the whole entire place. It was like the voice of a thunder, and then uh, the Holy Spirit rests upon each of their heads like in cloven tones of fire. And uh, wow, and it's just so amazing. And right after that, uh, Peter began to go out and preach. They began to speak in tongues and they said, Are these guys Galileans? We're hearing, in our, we're hearing them in our native language. And so the gospel is being preached and they said, This is Jesus. You know, they began to testify of Jesus and they said, Well, what do we do? You know, how do we repent? He said, Well, you know, repent, turn away from your wicked ways and follow the Lord. And 3,000 were added there to the number of the Lord that day and then many more afterwards. And so we see that. The activation. The Holy Spirit is an activator. It's, it's not only in doing you with power, but also is in doing you with a friend. Mm. Mm. It's not the Holy Spirit is not a power. He is the hand of God. He does the work of God. So people can identify him with power, but he's not a power. You do work with your hands, but you're not a power. You're a person.
0: Man, I love so, that. I love that. Tell me, tell us real quick. I'm, I'm going to go on that one piece. The Holy yeah. Spirit is friend. Talk to, tell me just this a little is, bit more about that. this yes, is where it gets really important. and This is why we
1: need him so bad. Okay, so when we get saved, guys, we get saved into the kingdom of God. We get brought into the family of Jesus, of God. But Jesus wants us to meet a person that's going to bring us so deep. So deep into the things of God of fact it says in 1 Corinthians 2 that the Spirit searches the deep things of God and reveals it to us and it says in John John 15 or 16 it says the Holy Spirit does not speak what what he says speaks the Holy Spirit speaks only what he hears and so he only relays the message of what Jesus said and see the Holy Spirit does not seek to glorify himself but you lift and exalt Jesus. So people who are really fervently filled with the Holy Spirit and who really walk with Jesus, walk with the Holy Spirit, are always talking about Jesus, because that's who the Holy Spirit's always talking about. So let's go to that thing you said, knowing the Holy Spirit as your friend. Mm-hmm. So as they get filled with the Holy Spirit, they begin to say, you know, it seemed too good to us and the Holy Spirit that we go this way. So obviously we read in Acts that they commute with the Holy Spirit. I said, man, the May the God of peace, love, and joy, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. So it shows us right there that we, we commune, which means to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. And Jesus says that the Holy Spirit is our advocate, our teacher, our comforter, our our helper, our encourager. And he says that he bears with our weaknesses. When we're weak, the Spirit groans with words that are uttered, which is speaking in tongues, to build up your most holy faith, which is in Jude. It talks about speaking in, in tongues. It builds up your... Uh, faith. And it says uh, the word build up is actually Greek for the word charge. And so it's like charging up a battery when you speak in tongues. And so, in though off topic, back to the Holy Spirit being your friend. Guys, the role of the Holy Spirit is so important. The Holy Spirit longs, longs. You know what grieves the Holy Spirit the most? Not your sin. Not your disobedience. But that that he wants to be your friend. That he wants to reveal Jesus to you. He wants to be with you. You know, it wasn't the disobedience that God didn't like with Adam and Eve. It was that he lost fellowship with them. Where are you? He didn't say, what have you done? What have you done? God said the first words out of God's mouth were, where are you? He wanted to be with them. That was totally just communion. And so it's the communion of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is here to help us he wants you so bad to know him and listen to him because the Holy Spirit is our friend and this is what it looks like when you know the Holy Spirit is your friend he his job is to help you he is sent forth from Jesus he said just received the cross of the Holy Spirit sent it forth to us and he said here's a prayer he of one called alongside to help he will help you know me he will reveal me to your heart in a deeper, intimate way. Because it's the same Spirit that lived in Jesus and filled Him with power. And so He the same Spirit that endu do us with power as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But see, the role of the Holy Spirit is so important. He wants to help you, help you with all of His might. Know Jesus. Know Jesus' heart, the way He thinks, the way He moves with kindness and compassion and love. He wants to help you see the Father's heart. And not only see the Father's heart, but it says in Romans 5, 5, that he pours his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And it's by the Holy Spirit that we receive the love of God. It's by the Holy Spirit that we testify that we are sons of God. It's by that Spirit that we cry out, Abba, Father. And that we have not given a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And so that Holy Spirit is a so dear friend of ours. He helps us walk this truth out, man. You want to walk this truth out? You want to walk in the divine, supernatural power and abundance of God? Know the Holy Ghost. Know the Holy Spirit. He is so important to know because he's going to lead you into all truth. You'll never go in error. You don't have to worry about any doctrines or any denominations because you have the Holy Spirit testifying what the truth is. When you hear somebody preaching, you'll you'll feel your spirit. Oh, that's wrong. Uh huh. oh that's right because of love what does love do it rejoices with all truth and but when it he hears the lies it it grieves back and so as you begin to know the holy spirit fellowship with the holy spirit your awareness of the things of the spirit becoming greater and greater and greater and so does the anointing on your life and as you know the holy spirit he reveals to you the heart of jesus he reveals to you the plans for your life he, he reveals to you the future he reveals to you the heart of god he He's the one that knows the deep things of God, and he's the one that can take you there. And the Holy Spirit says to you today, this is prophetic. He says to those who are listening right now, Holy Spirit says, if you will walk with me, I will take you places you have never dreamed of before. I will take you so deep in the intimacy of God. For those who you have been crying out for the deep things of God, the depths of God, your answer is to know the Holy Spirit because he's the friend that's going to lead your hand and grab your hand and walk with you into the depths of the sea. Mm-hmm. He's the one that's going to show you the deep things of God. Know the Holy Ghost. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. That's the only way you're going to go deep in the way that you want to go. If you want to go deep with God, then know the Holy Ghost because he's going to take you into a place that no, in the heart of Jesus that you never could get on your own. We got to depend only on the Holy Spirit to bring us to that place that is so deep with God. We can't get there ourselves, we got to be led by the Spirit there. And so it says in Quran, uh, it says, It's not by might, nor by power. Not by might, not by human might or strength. Not by human power, which is the definition of ability to act, or your performance. But it's by the Spirit, says the Lord. We must do things by the Spirit. If we're going to do things by the Spirit, we got to know the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so, as many are as led by the Spirit of God, or sons of God. And so, that's the role of the Holy Spirit, is to help you know Jesus and grow deep with God. And go to the deep places of God that you've been wanting to always go. And that's only accessible through the baptism of the Holy
0: Spirit. Man, I feel that is amazing. I love that. I'm so pumped over here. And I bet that people are sitting on the edges of their seats right now going, I want the Holy Spirit. I want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. How do I do it? How do I receive the Holy Spirit? Yeah, absolutely. And I would say to you viewers
1: today and the listeners as well, how do you receive the Holy Spirit? It is such a simple thing. First, you must be born again. And if you're not born again, just listen to this right now. I'm going to pray with you. So uh, just repeat after me, Father, in the name of Jesus, uh, I just come to you. And I believe that your son died for me and rose again on the third day. And I believe that your blood shed on the cross and died for all my sins. You took all my sins. And the life that you laid down on that cross was for me. I believe in you, Jesus. I believe you're the risen Lord and Savior. I believe you're risen on the third day, I believe that you came in the flesh, that you are the son of the living God, that God who is a lamb that will slain above the foundations of the earth. You are my Savior. I believe in you. I receive eternal life. Amen. And now that you've just been saved, that same faith that you know that you received eternal life when you just asked Jesus into your heart, that same faith is the same faith. You need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. So now that you're saved, um, now you need to repent from any of the sins and turn away from that old lifestyle because we got to prepare our heart to receive the Holy Spirit. And so it says, present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable and pure before the Lord. And so, Every time through the Bible, that the outpouring of the Holy Spirit came, it came just like Peter went to the house of Cornelius. And he said,
0: you know, they heard
1: the word of the Lord, and they got saved and they repented and they got baptized in the Holy Spirit. And so everywhere there's repentance, there's always the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And so repentance just means change your ways and choose. Man, you know what? I am going to live for the Lord. I really want this. I'm sold out. I want this father feel me now I want it now I don't want to wait anymore I don't want to tarry. I, I want this thing I want to be on fire for you I want to go to the deep deep things God I want to know you I want to know you God I want to know your heart Jesus I want to go deep with you and and so from that place so just repent from change your lifestyle and say you know what God I want all And so from this place um, all you have to do is just say father I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. So just ask God right now and say, Father, I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit and with fire. You said in John 3.11 that John came baptized with water for repentance. But but there's one that comes after me that will baptize you with the Holy Spirit with fire. And do you with power to do the gospel and to practice the kingdom. And lay hands on the sick and they shall recover and command the deaf ears to hear and cast out devils and so i want that part and so I, w- I want to receive the holy spirit right now the same holy spirit that raised jesus from the dead now filled them filled jesus as you fill me with the holy spirit right now father in the name of jesus i command these people to receive the holy ghost right now in jesus name be filled with the holy ghost receive the Holy Spirit with a cloak and tons of fire. Father, I ask that the fire of God would saturate their feet from the top of their heads, to the soles of their feet. Just like you said, the, the fire of God is represent three Ps. Perp- uh, power, purity, and passion. And when you receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit, you'll receive power, Purity, separation from the world. You're you're called unto God. You're completely alienated from the world. Now you're bringing the world good news. You're not in the world. You're just of it. And then passion. Go tell them about Jesus. And now we're going to talk about how can you pray for other people to receive the Holy Spirit. And I would say to you, you just get people in agreement that reveal the bible to them that they need why they need the holy spirit because who wants something they don't know about nobody nobody wants a cake if they don't know that it's good so, so mercy need to tell them about the holy spirit why they need the baptism of the holy spirit or if they're just hungry or there might be a person that's just like hey man i want the holy spirit like oh my gosh i don't know how to pray well this is how you pray for those people you say well paul said he laid hands on them and they began to they got filled with the Holy Spirit. So I would say to you, just like Jesus said to his disciples, when he laid hands on them and he blew on them, he said, <clears throat> receive the Holy Spirit. You know, breath is actually translated pneuma, which actually means spirit. And that's the same breath that God breathed into man's nostrils and we can't breathe into life. And so, so what I would say to you is lay hands on that person and say, receive the Holy Ghost and they will receive it if they believe and that's what I would say it's really simple it's really really simple and all they have to do is believe if they don't believe teach them about the Holy Spirit and, and you know faith come by hearing hearing by the word of God and and God says who would believe except there would be a preacher and who who could hear the me- who would be able to hear the message and have faith if there were not a preacher Tell it about the work. So we need to tell people about the Holy Spirit, so that they can have faith to want it. Mm. And so, as they have faith to want it, you just lay hands and say, "Receive the Holy Ghost," and that's how you pray people be filled with the Holy Spirit.
0: Wow, man, that is so so exciting. I am so pumped. Hey, man, this has just been so spectacular from all of the different things that that you've gotten to share with us about the Holy Spirit and the baptism of the Holy Spirit and, and for people to be able to receive the Holy Spirit right now, just a few moments ago, and now they even know how to pray for people to receive the Holy Spirit and to be able to give that same gift that God's given to them to give to others. Man, I am so pumped over here. I'm so excited. You are amazing and the Lord has done so many cool things through you. Hey James, just to end us up here, if somebody wanted to get a hold of you or to be able to to follow you on YouTube or something like that, how, how would you want people to be able to get connected with you?
1: Absolutely. And I, I just wanted to add one more thing. Oh, uh, yeah. I those of you who think that uh the Holy Spirit I just had this I guess a word of knowledge or something. But the, the Lord showed me that there's somebody here that believes that the Holy Spirit is just for certain people, for people that God's only chosen. And in Acts 2.38, I believe, it says that the Holy Spirit is for, for you, your children, and for all those who are far off. And the Lord shall call. So the Holy Spirit is for everybody. So don't feel like you have to be chosen Or people are special that speak in tongues. No, it's for everybody. The gift is for everybody. Mm. But anyway, yeah, my name is James Hankins. If you want to get in contact with me, I would love for you to get in contact with me. Uh, You can reach me uh, on YouTube. And it is called Kingdom Influencers. And go on there, subscribe, like some of my videos. I'm going to be talking about the Holy Spirit, Sonship, how to walk in love, how to walk in power. And how to practice the kingdom, just like Brian, me and him are right here, just helping you guys walk this thing out, walking the supernatural. And uh, you can catch me on Facebook and James Hankins. And uh, I'll be posting videos encouraging everybody, preaching the gospel. And, yeah, I, I believe that's that's about everything right there. And, uh, you know, get fired up. Go lay hands on the sick. don't practice the kingdom, man. Uh, now that you're empowered, now that you're filled with the Holy Spirit, Now that you've been received the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, now you got power. Let's go use that. Let's go lay hands on the sick, cast devils out. And you know, as the power of God comes on you, so does boldness. I've seen people that received the Holy Spirit, Brian. Mm. They got filled with the Holy Spirit. They were totally shy. But then they got filled with the Holy Spirit. And then the Lord called them to be an evangelist. And they end up speaking to everybody and being the boldest person I've ever met. Wow. And so it's also a spirit of boldness, you know. Man, so it uh, so didn't good. give us spirit of timidity, but boldness. So anyway, yeah, be blessed, everybody. Thank you so much for having me on the show, i
0: I got one last you. thing for you because we talked about earlier how uh, you, the Lord, de- delivered you from from um, from being in uh, having that on your record. Would you pray real quick just for anybody that might be listening to this that needs um, to be delivered from something on their record?
1: yes absolutely so we're just going to go into the father right now uh, father in the name of jesus oh we just honor you we just love you so much oh you're the king of kings the lord of lords you're the alpha and the omega you're able to do anything uh you're the beginning and the end alpha and omega lord we come to you and i, I just thank you for my brothers and sisters listening right now and I ask if they've been involved in a crime or an incident or something that's not even their fault. They've been put in jail or have a, have a record. Father, I thank you that if you have called them to your glory, your purpose, just like you, you delivered me from that charges. And you also delivered, delivered Peter from the jail cell and the place shook and the angel let him right out. That you would deliver them in the mighty name of Jesus. And I thank you, Father, that every chain of demonic power and oppression is broke off their life now in the name of Jesus, in whom the Son sets free. Is free indeed. And that's not just for your spirit, but that's for your physical life, too. Free to free healing, free for your spirit, and free from uh, drug charges or any charges on your record, even speeding tickets. You know, I've actually seen a testifying of uh, a friend of mine. Uh, his name was Austin and uh he had eight hundred dollars in speech tickets but the lord called him to go to india and uh, he needed that money and the lord paid it completely in full because he went back there and he said hey i'm here for my tickets and they they said huh. and what's your name he said austin they said well that's crazy we don't we don't have any uh record uh here oh uh, what are you doing here he's like oh i guess i go home so they sent him home. and so the Lord will pay your way, to pay your tickets, because you're a call according to his purpose, and he clears the record. Spiritually, you're forgiven, and you're forgiven in this eternal life, and this life on earth, you your even permanent
0: factual papers, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Wow, man, I'm just, again, so pumped. And if you guys were encouraged today by James, please go get and follow him on the Kingdom Influencers. And also, if you receive the baptism of the Spirit today, please let us know. And if you have uh, gotten to pray for somebody to receive the baptism of the Spirit after this, please let us know. And if the Lord cleared your record of something, let us know about that too, because Jesus is awesome. The Holy Spirit is awesome. And man, I'm just, I'm just so pumped over here. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm excited. And I cannot wait to see all the amazing things that God does in and through you all and how you you begin to walk out and practice the kingdom because God is going to be doing so many th- amazing things. And James, thank you again for coming today, dude. We are so blessed that you came to get share with us about the baptism of the Holy spirit and all the other things. shared. Thank you so much, Brian, for having me on and be able to talk on your podcast. I sure enjoyed it. Thank you for having me on. <laughs> That's it for today. Thank you so much for joining. And remember, you can send a message to us at https colon forward slash forward slash anchor.fm forward slash practice the kingdom forward slash message. That is https colon forward slash forward slash anchor.fm forward slash practice the kingdom forward slash message. Send us something. Thanks. Practice the kingdom.